I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the Power 365 show. Full show notes for this episode can be found at nz365guide.com forward slash 252. But before we chat with today's guest, here's a quick message from our sponsor. Today's show are brought to you by none other than myself. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you'll know how passionate I am about helping people grow their Microsoft business applications career. If you're interested in getting career coaching from me, you can express your interest today at nz365guide.com forward slash coaching. Now, let's get on with the show. Today's guest is from Redmond, Washington. She's a senior program manager for Dynamics 365 at Microsoft. She received an Outstanding Achieve Award from Microsoft uh, in the past. She is a key person involved in the dual right feature for Microsoft business applications. You can find her on LinkedIn. Welcome to the show, Rama Krishnamuthi. Thanks a lot for having me here, Mark, and I'm happy to chat. Excellent. Now, did I pronounce your name right? How do you pronounce your full name? Uh, my full name is Rama Krishnamurti, and your pronoun pronounce it correctly. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Before we get started, I always like to find out where people come from and, and what they do when they're not working. Uh, you know, we're going to talk shortly about your role within Microsoft and particularly around dual right. But tell me a bit about your family, where you live, where do you come from, and what do you do for fun outside of uh, working for Microsoft? Um. My family, it's a very small family, uh, Mark, me, my husband, and we have two kids. Nice. I'm coming from, uh, basically, I'm a South Indian, uh, and um, I like any, you know, like any South Indian, I like idlis and dosas. Mm-hmm. I prepare the batter once in a week and I store it in my refrigerator and prepare it at least once in a week. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Um, currently, I, I live in uh, Washington, Um for fun, uh, I do a lot of hiking with family, but due to this pandemic, we are kind of locked down at home. So we spend a lot of time playing board games and cards. Yeah, yeah. So how? W- w- what is the state of play now in Washington is, um, you know, from the pandemic perspective? We are in uh, stage two, so we have got into the second, uh, you know, second stage of lockdown. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, tomorrow is Thanksgiving, right? So yes, yes, yes. we are uh, staying safe at home <laughs> and doing online shopping, and then connecting with family over Skype or Teams. Nice, nice. And do do you do you get you know? Let's say before the pandemic, do you get back to South India very much? Um, at least uh, once in two years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how long ago did you move to the U.S.? Uh, it's been six years, Mark. Wow, wow, wow. So were you working for Microsoft in uh, India before you moved to the U.S.? No. 
I was working for an ISV. Is that right? As in, was it a business apps ISV? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I find this very interesting because it's, you know, (laughs) the whole ISV is a space is a very, you know, is is of interest to me. I've been involved in this space for some time. Um, What type of product were you involved with before joining Microsoft? Um, I was with the same Dynamics 365 world. Um, So most of my career revolves around Dynamics 365 and I have been closely associated with finance and operations applications. I don't want to take out the call a a specific product, uh, but I have worked on the product development space as well as I have been in the consulting space and I was in the support space as well. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. that is actually uh, giving me a 360 degree view while solving problems for Microsoft and also with my customer interactions. Yeah, so good, so good. So what was your journey into Microsoft? How did your career take that turn? Um, I started my journey with Microsoft six years ago. So as soon as I came from India, I, I got an opportunity to join Microsoft. I joined the, the retail um, stores engineering team. Okay. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I got the opportunity to drive the Sydney store opening uh, from the engineering standpoint. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, you might have heard about the Sydney store. It's a flagship I've, store. I've, I've, <laughs> I've been in it. I, I was there for the opening. So wow. I, I, I absolutely know that store. I was also at the London opening for that store as well. Uh, uh, last year it would have been, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting thing. So personally, uh, I got to see the great excitement and energy that Microsoft fans in Asia has got uh, towards our hardware and software products. So it was so excitement, um, you know, to to drive it, uh, um, you know, from end to end perspective. Mm, 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 mm. Um, since the, the retail stores were backed by a full Dynamics 365 suite of applications, um, also during that time, I got the opportunity to learn about the the customer engagement applications like sales, marketing, customer service. And actually, this is uh, this knowledge of uh, you know uh, both CE and FNO applications that came handy in future uh, when it was asked to drive the 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 product strategy and application roadmap for dual right in 2018 yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so tell me a bit about then what your current role is uh, my current role I'm a program manager in the Dynamics product group uh, and I'm driving the dual right program uh, dual right uh, I'm not sure how many of you uh, know, people are heard about. So it's uh, it's uh, it's a uh, you know pretty famous across uh, the D365 apps uh, customers, and it provides a native integration between the FNO apps and CE applications. So tell me a bit about how that's art- architected. Is is the dataverse the kind of key uh, ingredient that that is involved in moving or, or that dual right between? Uh, a finance application and then a, let's say, um, whether it be sales, marketing or customer service based application? Yeah. So think of uh, dual right uh, as a, as a, as a, a data pipeline between um, the set of applications. We call it as customer engagement applications. Um uh, that includes the Dynamics 365 for sales, uh, marketing, customer service, field service, and project operations. And these are built on uh, Dataverse. And then you have, on the other hand, you have the finance and operations applications. Uh, that includes the Dynamics 365 for finance, supply chain, and commerce. 
right mm-hmm. so um, these two are um, uh, integrated uh, through dual right so um, this provides a, a nice um, you know um, Uh, native integration so that uh, especially for the fno customers the fno data is natively available on cds so that it can be used uh, both in the front office applications like ce applications as well as in the power, pa- power platform mm-hmm. so so when we look at the from the finance side of it mm-hmm. w- which key applications does it include for example um business central or or is that not part of the remit here uh, business central is not part right now but there are it will be expanded in future okay okay and then you know a couple of years ago we had a thing called virtual entities which was a way of surfacing data from other systems and and you know uh, finance systems was one of those inside mm-hmm. of uh, other dynamics 365 products is this a replacement for that or is it a a totally different way of looking at that that similar type problem um think of dual right and virtual entities are two uh, different approaches that complement each other mm-hmm. so one is not a replacement of another but they work together and coexist together and complement each other yeah and so is the whole idea of kind of a rounder master data management type view of looking at your data so let's say i create a new account in finance i would expect that what pretty much real time that would be that new account would be created in if i had dynamics 365 for sales that would automatically appear there is that the case yeah um pretty much that's the case on a very high level mark Uh, but think of it as uh, um, you know as a business like if your business ecosystem is made up of uh, d365 suite of applications okay on one hand uh, you are using your customer engagement applications for performing the the front office activities and on the other hand you are using the finance and operations applications it could be finance supply chain or commerce or uh, you know all the three together and you are using them for uh, performing your back office activities then uh, in a way the dual right uh, you know natively integrates these two applications so that the business data can be seamlessly orchestrated across the applications in real time um when i say uh, you know dual right or think of dual right don't uh, think dual right as a data management tool it's above and beyond it's a solution in itself um it comes with two aspects one is the platform aspect uh, another one is the application aspect uh, the platform aspect actually provides the the necessary infrastructure for the the real time conversation that needs to happen between the applications mm-hmm. and the application uh, aspect actually allows uh, both the applications to orchestrate meaningfully uh when we say you know orchestrate um, think of it as a, a any gesture or an action happening on the ce application it automatically reflects on the fno applications instantaneously and allows the fno users to continue to work with the record from where it is left that's very important okay so say for example like you know as a as a business like you may want to manage your prospects in the sales application mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and upon qualifying the 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 prospect as a customer probably that is the 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 point from where you want that customer to have um, a meaningful business with with uh, with your workers right both front office as well as back office yes, workers yes. Mm-hmm. now when that 
um, uh, gesture of uh, qualifying the prospect to a customer happens or a, a customer is created. If dual right is enabled by default, uh, then uh, the uh, the customer record is synchronized with uh, C uh, from CE to FNO in a way that FNO understands that a customer record and uh, allows the the FNO users to to take it further for from the uh, financial and supply chain activities uh, point of view mm-hmm. okay so, so think of it as a solution yes so in that scenario, if it created the the customer in the finance solution, and let's say the finance solution issued a customer number, would it then write that back to the CE to go, hey, here's the now we've got a, like an account number for this customer? Correct. Yep. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. So there are some integration keys that needs to be uh, set. Uh, dual right does allow uh, to set hey what your uh, the keys are uh, using which you want to identify a given record. Mm-hmm. For a given um, uh, you know entity, so once you set that identification, that is the identification used across the applications. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so outside of the example we just gave, is in what are the more complex scenarios you're seeing dual right used for? Um, so pretty much like you know, if you say. Uh, uh, complex scenarios, any business scenario, I don't want to classify it as a simple or a complex. But the very famous scenario people use is the code to cash process mm-hmm. where, hey, you know, okay, I created a customer or a prospect. I qualified the prospect to a customer. Now I want to use that uh, customer in my quotation creation process. Now some uh, business use the the CE application as the, the code creation engine, but they, they, but they uh, expand the quotation to an order and do their supply chain activities in the in the supply chain application or some customers they they complete the quotation creation uh, process along with the with the with the order creation in the CE application and then they want to continue with that order uh, invoice it in FNO and then recognize the revenue in FNO Mm-hmm. So uh, this could be the very common scenario, I would say, uh, when it comes to dual right. Yeah. So in the past, you know, we've had a range of tools that kind of did a similar thing. There's, you know, been SSIS. There's the D365 connector, the CDS connector, or now the the Dataverse connector. How does dual right differ from these type of tools or, or ways of interacting and and you know transferring enriching data between two systems? Um, as I said before, Mark, um, think of dual right as a solution, not a tool to solve a specific uh, problem. Okay. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. dual right is a, a, in a solution itself comes up with a, a set of solutions that addresses a given set of problems. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now, of course, we are addressing the basic uh, problems um, that are pretty much common across uh, all applications and industries. Of course, there is a lot of potential to uh, grow both, uh, uh, you know, broader as well as, uh, you know, uh, uh, vertical wise. Yes, yes. So are you seeing already that uh, ISVs are adopting this and and how are they using it as part of their solutions? Um, Yes, I I do work with a couple of ISVs uh, and also there are many ISVs as part of the Yama group, uh, dual right Yama group. So they are expanding, um, taking the the basic infrastructure we are providing and what we are doing is as part of this dual right story, uh, we are opening up 
some of the the platform as well as um, some of the restrictions that we have in the application space mm-hmm. so that a meaningful uh, integration is possible so since the gates are opened from the platform and the application perspective now um, isvs are empowered to uh, utilize that uh, gates to uh, build their verticals so they are utilizing it um, you know wherever is required based on the business uh, scenario and uh, and their requirements mm-hmm. So you're saying it's a solution. It's something I've not really understood. And I've just quickly looked up AppSource. So I can see the dual right application orchestration solution there. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is this what a, if someone was wanting to implement it, they would need to download this. But I see there's a, a range of requirements that need to be met. What are those key requirements that people need to meet before installing the dual right application? Um, the the basic requirement that we are looking for is, hey, you need to have at least a, a sales application uh, installed. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, dual right uh, makes more sense when you have both FNO suite as well as CE suite, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, uh, we are encouraging FNO customers to have uh, at least a sales application um, uh, to be uh, available and then, and then install the uh, orchestration solution on top of it. Now, in case customers don't want to go to app source and then they want they don't want to install it manually yes, of yes. course uh, the dual right setup story is available as part of lcs mm-hmm. so uh, as a part of your fno provisioning process uh, there is a workflow available for you to enable dual right uh, with a few button clicks right and when you talked about it also not just being an application but a platform which mm-hmm. i take it the platform in this case is cd or cds or data dataverse yeah. is it just using that sales um, dataverse uh, tenant to actually write to or environment, sorry, is a more correct term? Uh, it is using that, um, uh, of course, if, uh, you know, based on the license that you have, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you, if you are license allows you to have a, a CDS or the dataverse, then, um, you know, the one is provisioned through LCS automatically and then dual right is enabled against it. Otherwise, you can bring, bring your own data words uh, and then right. um, we enable dual right on top of it. Okay, so only at the point, like if let's say I was a, um, a, an FNO type customer and mm-hmm. I was... I was looking at lighting up, you know, a sales, a marketing, a customer service or a field service scenario. Only at the point that I deploy the solution, if I didn't already have the license on that other side, would it automatically deploy me a an environment, um, a, a dataverse environment? Is that correct? Correct. Again, uh, you need to have a proper FNO license in order to uh, enable dual right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So how much configuration, deployment, integration is required for people to set it up? And there's a, a kind of one-off setup and then you can just forget about it. It will do its job um, until maybe you want to map some other fields in the future or columns. Uh, it depends, uh, Mark, based on the business uh, um, uh, requirements. So every business is unique in itself. So pretty much like, you know, if a business is looking for um, basic functions like, hey, you know, I want to multi-master customer data or I want to uh, make sure FNO is the product master for me and I want to utilize the the products to be um, the, the same product base for my um, CE uh, application and its processes or, hey, I want to use uh, vendors or, you know, uh, so pretty much if, if they want a basic uh, scenario to be uh, enabled, then those 
solutions are available out of the box and right. you don't need to do much um, changes now of course dual right is a, a low code a no code a platform so it does allow you to expand the existing um, functionalities or the dual right map uh, with with uh, with uh, um, with uh, one or more attributes that you want to um, you know uh, add to it mm-hmm. uh, but of course if you want to do a lot of uh, changes like you know if the customizations are spread across the applications like both fno and ce and as well as you need the intermediary you need to make those changes across all the things right yes. so that's how you need to look into so if if things are available out of the box you want to use it it's readily available for you excellent, now if excellent. you are yeah if you are going to use it for the nth level of course you need to take care of those customizations yeah um is do you see that you know this is pretty much a finished product or or do you see enhancements coming in the future uh we are not done with dual right yet uh, so what we released uh, in in march is the first set of uh, features and along with the platform features and then since then we have been expanding both the platform as well as the application aspects uh, on an incremental basis um there are some more features and and uh, aspects that we need to enable so we will be enabling in future so the 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 the, the things are growing in future wave releases in the, those kind of things will come to market correct um what industries um are, are you currently seeing use this um many industries are using <laughs> there is no specific industries so people who are in the retail space they are using it people who are in the in the um uh, in the production space or servicing space they are using now uh, even people who are in the uh, you know typical um, you know since this is a thanksgiving season right mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. people uh, even if they are um, you know using uh, uh you know the uh, pretty the d365 suite of applications for uh, their uh, business ecosystem in one or the other way mm-hmm. now of course the 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 uh, some of the functionalities that we are enabling uh, through dual right like hey uh, you get the on demand uh, the prices uh, best prices from fno on a on a single from a single button click or mm-hmm. you can get the on hand inventory information from fno uh, for, through a single button click on a from a you know front office application so those those features are pretty much um, you know uh, coming handy mm-hmm. and it is uh, used across all the industries irrespective of because you will be selling something or you'll you know in terms of products or services mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so those features are uh, very much handy and it is widely used excellent so just in wrapping up are there any specific resources that people should go read up you know um find out how to etc um if they want to if they think drewright might be a good fit for their organization definitely mark um so if they go to uh, docs.microsoft.com and search for dual right you'll get to see bunch of articles explaining uh, dual right setup uh, also its functional coverage we have troubleshooting guides we have faqs available so around 50 pages worth of documentation is already available and as i said we are not done with the product yet we are uh, still adding more functionalities to the stack so as and when we release more Uh, features we'll be increasing the 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 uh, uh, document base mm-hmm. uh, along with that we have two yama groups available uh, people can get access to that yama group through fno insider program excellent so through the fno insider program is how they access the yama groups yeah that's correct 
Fantastic. Is there anywhere they sign up for the Insider Program? Um, yeah. So if you go to the FNO Insider Program uh, link, uh, if you go to experience.dynamics.microsoft.com, um, that's the way you can get into it. Excellent. We'll get those into the show notes so people can find that out. Um, well, it's been an absolute pleasure to have on the show. I felt I've learned a lot more around your right. Um, I hope you go and enjoy your Thanksgiving. Thank you. Yep, thank you so much, Mark. Happy Thanksgiving. Yep, thank you. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, Business Applications MVP, Mark Smith, otherwise known as the NZ365 Guy. If there's a Microsoft guest you'd like to see us have on the show, please message me via LinkedIn. Please like and subscribe uh, in your favorite podcast player. If you'd like to leave a review, please go to nz365guy.com forward slash review. And with that, I'll sign off. Have a great and safe week ahead. Bye for now.